0: Welcome to Tony's Take
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 147. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Trolley Andy. Hi. <laughs> <You're> seductive. <laughs> it wasn't. So
2: <laughs> Andy sounded like a I don't know, like a creepy guy in the park or something, or like maybe in like a like a <laughs> I don't even know, like maybe in line at Starbucks? <laughs> Seen some chick? Hi. Uh, you might recognize this voice. Yeah,
0: that voice you're hearing is Tony Katz.
2: Yes, yes, here I am. I'm just going to go with a nice, normal, hey, how are you guys doing? I don't I'm not going
0: to say hi.
2: Hey.
0: <laughs> anyway, that might get added to our uh, best of uh, 2019. Oh, not if I can help it. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Which, uh, guys, a little uh, sneak peek, we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look for that in the uh, coming couple of weeks, three weeks, something like that. We're going to work on it next week. Uh, but this is the Intertim Pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. It is the uh, giving time of year, so if you like this pod, share with a friend. We don't ask for money. We ask for support. So, and
2: also, speaking of that support, we saw our year in review and saw that we were listened to in nine countries this year.
0: On just Spotify. Yeah, we got more in... Yeah, we have a lot more on like uh, Apple Podcasts. It or
2: reminds or me of uh, when we first started the website. Yeah. And when you could see yeah. where people were listening or like where they were looking at your website. And there was some, what, random country in the Middle East or something. Well, I remember we had Syria. Yeah.
0: We have Syria.
2: Rumor, there's rumors that uh, we helped stop things over there. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, we did. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I mean, you just don't hear about ISIS too much anymore. Yeah. Ever since we launched the podcast, yeah, Okay. you tell us that's a coincidence or not.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, Indonesia, big shout out to you guys. Uh, but let's uh, jump in and uh, make sure you check out our sports pod if I haven't said that already or not. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, but we have a uh, news story for you guys out of Australia. You guys uh, ever been?
1: We got snakes and shit. I have not. Fosters. <laughs>
0: they do. <laughs> snakes been. and shit. You guys ever lie on a resume? No. Of course you haven't, Andy.
2: Tony? No, but I mean, I would.
0: Yeah, I feel like most people would fib like, yeah, I know what the hell I'm doing on Excel. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, well,
1: that would be a lie if I said that because I know everything about Excel.
0: <laughs> Very good.
2: I am Excel. Andy Excel <laughs> at your service. It's like his Excel name instead of like a porn name. He's like... <laughs> what? I don't know.
1: I want an Excel name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what would your Excel name be, Andy?
1: The look up, myself. It's an Excel term. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Nerd. Excel. Uh, okay, well, Enable macros. <laughs> this woman, uh, Veronica According Theralt, <laughs> I don't know, she's 46, was convicted of deception, dishonesty, and abuse of public office related to her 2017 application for the chief information officer role. She came with an annual salary of about $185,000 American. And, uh, yeah, she's been sentenced to 25 months with a non-parole period of a year. Um, turns out she didn't know what to do as the chief information officer. And, this is uh, for a private company. No, this is the government.
1: Okay, well, that's different.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she uh, she went to jail.
1: Yeah, don't lie to the government. <laughs> I mean, that could have been sensitive information that if you're not qualified to touch. Yeah, you'd, you'd think the government has better ways of, uh, you know, verifying what, what you put you, on a resume. But
0: well, for this particular role too, the chief information officer. What do you think she does? She just is in charge of like the leaflets that they hand out. Like today, you can get your are you doing blood a or something? Pressure checked. I'm just the chief information officer. <laughs> what? It's, it's just like leaflets
1: information technology it's implied
0: all right that's fine
1: information systems information technology well maybe that's what she
0: thought it was
1: computers and shit
0: definitely not but she's
1: like i know information are you saying like she watches a lot of australian jeopardy And she's like i'm qualified
0: yeah maybe Mm. uh well she actually even uh played the role of a reference and gave herself an outstanding reference that's good So what this actually sounds like is a, uh, I was going to say the late great Robin Williams, a movie of his or something like, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire 2. She's still
1: parenting. I don't know. That is a common scheme, though. You put a reference as a, that talks the person up. That it's like your friend. You pretend they're a business associate.
0: Isn't that what everyone does?
1: Yeah, but that's why I said it's a common
0: scheme. Guy once had a garage sale at your house. We've worked together in the past. Yeah. Ah, well, too bad, so sad. Okay, um, we have Golden Globes nominees. The yeah, uh, the knockoff
1: Oscars. The foreign Oscars, whatever you want to call them. But.
0: Yeah, so these air on uh, January 5th. Yeah, they always the, want to
1: come right before the Oscars to try to steal a little bit of that magic. But.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I thought this was the Oscars. <laughs> What are those called also? The Academy Awards. Academy Awards, (laughs) see? Uh, Don't have five names for one thing. So, yeah, I thought this was a little weird. Uh, Tim Allen was one of the people to announce uh, the people, along with Dakota Fanning, (laughs) someone else. Uh, But okay, well, we'll go a little quicker than normal then. Well,
1: it's still interesting to see because it's a little preview of what the real awards are going to be.
0: Well, Best Motion Picture Drama, you've got 1917. The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. So
1: what's uh, interesting about that, three out of five
2: yeah, are Netflix, Netflix movies. Yeah, Huh. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. So uh, those are for
2: Best Picture? Yes. Wow. That's actually pretty interesting that the Jokers made it up there.
1: Yeah, so in the Golden Globes, they split up comedies and dramas, which gives you more opportunity for stuff. But, yeah. so I, so but the Oscars can also have like eight
2: How comedies. many of those do you think will be for Best Picture in the Oscars then? I'd say three. I'm yeah. gonna
1: say the two popes is not gonna make it. I haven't heard that much buzz about it. Irishman though, probably right. Irishman, I would say definitely. It's Irishman,
0: I even think and, the Joker. And then I was gonna say story. the
2: Joker deserves to be because it was like it was you know, a I drama. Think,
1: I think I think that'll get a uh, Especially the with the a lot of the
2: stuff that goes on in the world today with like people relating to like yeah. the you know, a lot of mental illness and yeah. stuff that I feel like the Academy. We'll put it on there. Who is the Academy too, by the way? Who are these people? The Academy Everybody, of right? Arts and Sciences but like these people that vote, like how do you get to vote? How it many be part of the academy? That just seems like a weird <laughs> book club that also like burns shit on the weekends or something.
0: Scientologists.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is the Hollywood Foreign Press Association that puts on this one. Yeah, this is so much Canadian. They could be swayed with wine. That's how it works.
0: Swedes can be swayed.
1: Hmm. Yeah, they're like, I just got all this wine, and it's from Todd Phillips. Wow, that's nice. Uh, I'm not making an accusation. Sorry.
0: Yeah, and come on, from Netflix. Well, yeah. What all if right.
2: like Netflix was there, like some guy named like Ed Netflix? <laughs> <That> <laughs> what if? Yeah. I just, I'm just picturing some guy with like, just he's got like glasses, like he looks like the Monopoly Man. Why? That's just who I'd like to think Ed Netflix is. Yeah.
0: Who is Ed Netflix? We want to get to the bottom of that. All right, well, musical or comedy, same uh, same deal. Best motion picture. Dolomite is my name. Did I say that right? Dolomite. Dolomite. Another Netflix. Eddie Murphy. Never watched it. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man.
1: So out of those, I would say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will get a Best Picture nomination. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Knives Out, because it's got such good reviews. And it's yeah. got
0: like
2: an all-star cast, doesn't it, kind of? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great cast. Daniel Craig and all the other people. I always like that Tony Collette. Yeah. Should we just watched I'll get to it later, I guess, If we're going to We'll get to it later.
0: Yeah, stay tuned for uh, what we've been watching. All right, Best uh, Performance in Motion Picture Drama, actor, Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix is uh, Joker, and Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. I love Jonathan Price. I like saying Joaquin. He uh,
1: he plays a good religious figure, I guess. He was the uh, the Sparrow from Game of Thrones.
0: I don't know. Who Remember that the is.
1: creepy guy who made her walk naked through the streets?
0: Oh, yeah. he. Uh, you know what? I just watched him in um, Die Another Day.
1: Is that the one? He's, 007? He, it's Tomorrow Never Dies. I think Tomorrow the, Never Dies. The one? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that guy was great. Uh, he's in a lot of shit, uh, and he's been old for. Like yeah. 40 years. <laughs> All right. Well, actress, you have uh, Cynthia Erivo, uh, Harriet as Harriet Tubman, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Oh, shit. How do you say this Irish name?
1: Sarsay. Like, no, it's not. Source No. It's something like that. Saurce?
0: No, it's not. It,
1: it's something like that.
0: Look it up. It, it's, Sair-s- not, Sair-s- it's not. It's, it's a completely different from how it's spelled. It's Gaelic. It's yeah. very old school. Well, she is in Little Women are you gonna look it up Andy
1: I don't know how to pronounce it I won't look be able up to... the
0: pronunciation on your phone and it'll tell you no. it's like uh Chero sir it's not even that it's like an actual name uh Charlie's theron uh for bombshell and Renee Zellweger for Judy as Judy Garland have you got it Andy
1: it's they're saying Sir-sha. nope that's what it says I don't know
0: Sorry. Okay, we'll we'll take we'll figure this out tomorrow for you guys on our uh, Instagram. I'm sure some of you, most of you, probably even know what this name is. You probably have no idea who we're talking about, but though, but she is in Little Women as a uh,
1: Josephine Jo March. Uh, she was in Lady Bird as well last year. a Big Oscar. Uh, I think that's nominee. where we ran into this issue last yeah. time too. So she's the up and comer. I mean, she's uh, been around for like ten years actually, but
0: but uh, yeah, check it out, and uh, we'll figure it out for you guys. We'll get to the bottom of that on uh, Tony's Take Instagram. So Tony's Take check us out we'll have that tomorrow all right uh, i don't want to go all the way down we'll do we'll do one more best performance in a motion picture musical or comedy you have daniel craig knives out roman griffin davis jojo rabbit leonardo dicaprio once upon a time in hollywood taron edgerton rocket man egerton i think is actually how he said and eddie murphy for dolomite is my name so
1: i'd like to see uh taron edgerton win
2: Wait, this is for like best actor
1: in musical, in musical or, or, comedy. or comedy. Okay, so that's where now Leo is, who's like a heavyweight, gets put in a category with some lesser people. Although Eddie Murphy was great as well. I said he was definitely going to get a nomination, and he's probably going to win.
2: So obviously, do, will any of these guys you think be there for at the Oscars for best actor? I don't know, because I mean, I I mean obviously, Joaquin Phoenix has to be yeah a um, very strong candidate. I would yeah. think.
1: You think, you think they want Leo because they want him to be there? Yeah. That also, be there. And he was great. The, uh, don't take knowing away that from the him. Irishman
2: will be there, like, do you, will any of those
1: guys you think be up so there? So this was a big surprise, and I think that's where the Academy will differ, is how the fuck is De Niro not in this? I thought like, De Niro
2: was really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't get that. I think that's kind of a, like, ah, we're going to go with some other stuff. And here.
2: also, for another preview, all three of us have now watched the Irishman. Oh, okay. So Stay that'll, be, that'll that. be nice. Uh, I think that was even news to Andy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I uh, I th- I think he was great in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and even that little girl's like that's some of the best acting <laughs> I've ever seen. It was so. really good
1: acting of playing an actor being a good actor, which is hard to pull off, right? And I mean,
0: not since uh, R.D.J. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He's a dude disguised yeah, as a dude who's playing another dude. As well, <laughs> that's a good movie. Okay, uh, although let's...
1: in the supporting character I think, or supporting category, I think Brad Pitt will win, and they don't split that up here. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ha- uh, okay. We'll do that really quick. Tom that's a Hanks. loaded category. Yeah. Tom Hanks for uh, Mr. Rogers, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins of the two popes, Al Pacino, the Irishman, Joe Pesci, the Irishman, Brad Pitt once upon a time. How right? many
1: Oscar nominations in that? Because I mean, Brad Pitt is like the bitch of that group. Like
0: yeah, the rest of those people
1: are <laughs> fucking. They have chops. Yeah. That's, that's loaded.
0: Yeah. That's a, uh, that's the most stacked category right there that's a tough one by the way a fun fact I found out Pesci is worth 50 million dollars out of the home
1: alone two yeah he's got money. that home alone too money maybe he actually did rob some places maybe he
0: did oh, wait, are torches? you saying
2: that like you're surprised it's that high or that low
0: 50 50 I mean he hasn't worked in what 10 years I would
2: say yeah not working for 10 years it's impressive but I mean he did have a good run, but it definitely has got to be the Home Alone. I don't think
0: he got paid that much for a lot of
1: those
2: movies, though. I was going to say, because Goodfellas and Casino, Snickers, he's always, he was always the. Uh,
0: Snickers. Well,
2: you know which other one, though, oh, yeah. too, that we're missing that he probably got paid more for those was My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. I bet he got. That you know, was
0: probably his payday.
2: I think he got more for that than those, definitely those mob movies. Because he, he was always like the little side guy in those. Like he was just the ruthless guy. He did some, like,
0: comedy in, like, the
2: late 90s, I think, that was bad. But then after that, he was just like, the fuck with this? Yeah. Does he have any health stuff going on? Because he actually just also just doesn't look that great. He's like 80 years old. I I know, but still, But I look at De Niro, who's about, they're the same age, and he he looks better. Mm. But I think it's also true when you have more weight to you. I feel like as you get older, it's just you look kind of healthier, I guess, than just like frail and
0: old. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, But it was cool seeing him again. Oh, yeah. I, I loved it. Okay, and we're we'll, we're gonna jump back up to uh, actress for uh, best performance in a motion picture musical or comedy. Anna Diarmas, *Knives Out*. Aquafina, *The Farewell*. Kate Blanchett, *Where'd You Go, Bernadette*. Uh, Beanie Feldstein, *Booksmart*. Jonah Hill's sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emma Thompson, *Late Night*. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's a lot of movies. Uh, none of us have seen. seen <laughs>
0: No one saw any of these.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I still want to watch Booksmart. That's that's available. That that was out in the summer. Don't know too much about the rest of it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll see Knives Out. I out feel
1: like Kate those. Blanchett and Emma Thompson are just like, well, we know they're good, so they whatever movie they were in was probably good. Just kind of like, who Foreign
0: press people didn't even watch those. It, it might not have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and then just to do a uh, supporting actress because we did supporting actor: Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. Annette Bening, the report; Laura Dern, Marriage Story; Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers; and Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Bombshell even out?
1: No, that's a Christmas day, I believe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're running into these problems too, where it's like you can't even see these movies yet.
0: Yeah, not fair.
1: But somehow the Hollywood Foreign Press has not fair.
0: Yeah, uh, well, we should
1: get screeners, right? We're a media company. Yeah, critiquing shit. Let's I, uh, go, Hollywood. Get it done. So we
2: we've had this happen before. Because we filmed this – sorry, I'm just going to say it really quick. We filmed this entertainment podcast immediately after our sports one. So sometimes we've had it happen before. There is late-breaking sports news that happens. So I just want to let Andy know and the world that Garrett Cole did sign with the Yankees for $324 million. (laughs) Not bad. Which is holy shit. That was
1: what the Angels bought the stadium for.
2: Imagine the, they had yeah. two
1: options: buy the stadium or buy a player. So, if you people stadium. that
2: listen to the sports also like listen to our entertainment, if you guys double back, then yeah. there's that news. <laughs> and if you just like listen to entertainment, you're not really a big sports person. Well, this was good local sports news anyway because it's a local kid getting paid big money to go play for the New York Yankees.
0: Gotta love it or hate it. All right. Well, those are the uh, main categories for uh, Golden Globes. Pretty good. All right, shall we move on, Andy? You want to uh, tell us about your new favorite show on Quibi? Uh,
1: well, it's not my favorite show because it's not out yet, but there's a a new streaming service called Quibi. Not yet out. I think believe, believe it'll be out next summer or something. It's a... Uh, oh, it's a ways away. It's short content. It's like 10 minute that you watch on your phone because that's what the new kids do these days, right? Um, kind of interesting idea. I don't know if I'll ever get into it, but one of the programs they... Uh, are going to create is a Reno 911 revival. So if you remember that show, it's a spoof of Cops. It's a lot of short segments, not really story based. It's just oh, let's see what happens when they pull over this person. So it's almost like perfect for this kind of thing. That you know, it's maybe two interactions or something. So mm-hmm. I always enjoyed that show. It's I think a lot of improv, a lot of good performers that we've seen in other things. And
0: is Nick Swardson all over this? I mean, does he even do anything anymore? He should he should get it back into it. Interesting. Uh, what was the pro- uh, the uh, streaming service that was gonna have a scary show movie, but you could only watch it at night? Oh yeah. Do you remember, I remember that? that? I
1: don't remember
2: that. I do remember that? that, but I don't remember what it was called. Huh.
0: Well, well, I don't, I don't like, remember a thing about
1: I think, it. other um, than that I'm pretty sure it's Jeffrey Katzenberg is probably this that that's, that's doing this Quibi thing.
0: Maybe it is Quibi. So it, May- yeah. Okay. That actually
2: sounds kind of familiar now.
0: We talked about it. I don't remember how long ago we did. But But I'm saying I think
2: the the name Quibi. I remember what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm thinking it is that too because I knew what Andy was talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's Katzenberg and it's launching April 6, 2020. With Meg Whitman as CEO. She ran for governor once. Fun facts with Andy. Yeah, the
0: more She was the CEO of eBay. But not the CO... uh, what, What was it? The CIO. The CIO, yeah. Not qualified for that. All right. We have some movie news. Uh,
1: Tony. Oh, sorry. I did look it up. Spielberg's After Dark. That's- horror series only available after sunset.
2: Ooh, I like that, that idea. I think that's neat. Yeah. Lets you not be able to watch it during the day.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. they already have shitty stuff on that you only watch during the day, and it's called fucking soap operas. Yeah.
0: Well, they
1: have those, too.
2: Not After Dark. It says
1: they're also doing a, a show called Chrissy's Court, which is a Chrissy Teigen in a Judge Judy style Courtship. that she's honestly sounds
2: like my absolute nightmare
1: yeah what do you what is she even she's not qualified to be a judge but she could still make decisions right
2: my my dad watches those for whatever reason he got really into like people's court and stuff i don't know yeah. if that just happens once you get over the age of 60 is all of a sudden you're like he, shit these spend shows, a lot aren't, bad. In these shows rooms. aren't bad yeah. and I, I like would watch him watch those like a few months back and i was just like what what are we watching here it's like the plaintiff says <laughs> He owes yeah. her two hundred and seventeen dollars yeah. on a, on a <laughs> <What> McDonald's is- <laughs> bill that she refused to pay on a night out. It's like, okay,
0: <laughs> where are these people from? And oh, I'll always I love, don't know. They put on like a nice. There are flannel. places. There are places. They have their ponytail tucked up or something. These too. people
2: are all in the Riverside or like Arizona and middle of the country somewhere. Yeah, it, it is also. It just feels like it's random places in like Nevada, Arizona, and but like. Where
0: is Judge Judy? Or Riverside. do they fly them out
2: here? I've heard Judge Judy works like. What like a few days a year? Like and she gets like sixty million dollars. Yeah, no, she gets like an absurd amount <laughs> for how much sense. she works a year. Well, well, I she guess twenty
0: percent of every she could every film case like a hears. show
1: in thirty minutes, right?
0: Or less. Just put, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or it's free. They
1: finish their case next. What's the next one? Hmm. I don't know.
2: So well. she works okay. She gets f- in two thousand thirteen. It said she got forty seven million. a a per year for judge judy and it translated to nine hundred thousand dollars per work day she works 52 days per year not bad yeah (laughs) for just being this scary looking lady that i don't know she's probably really nice
0: yeah i'm sure she's a sweetheart (laughs) off camera they're just like you have to be mean it's just crazy Um,
2: that she is worth 420 million dollars good for her (laughs) for just being a young lady (laughs) on a
0: and is she show. a real judge, or is she like yes. Dr. Phil?
2: She has to be. If she's making that much money, she better be a real judge. All right. Oh, wow. That was Judge Judy a real court. That was the next thing.
0: And they and say, no, her,
2: the show is not, is not a real
1: court. Okay, so it says
2: the cases judge. are real, but the proce- the proceeding is an ar- arbitration. Yeah. Though Judge Judith, I'm not even going to try her didn't. last name, once presided in a New York courtroom, her role on TV is technically that of an art arbitrator. So it did say she did used to work in a New York courtroom, but mm-hmm. now she's just here
0: interesting okay well tony this next one is it for you you're uh you're a fan of the conjuring uh, are you not see how i'm asking like we're in a courtroom
1: as his counsel he's not paying attention
2: <laughs> so i was looking more more <laughs> judge stuff i thought it was uh it was i was reading if people's court was real
0: well tony okay. I'll, I'll repeat the question yeah, try me again <laughs> you're uh you're a fan of the conjuring <laughs> are you not
2: I am. I've seen uh, both of them a few times, and I don't know if I've ever watched it sober. You've even seen the Nun, right? I got halfway through the Nun, which is related to that. Yeah, yeah. I I got halfway through the Nun. I remember I went to the movies one night with someone, and we only it was like a late showing too. I want to say we literally saw like an eleven thirty showing on like a Friday or Saturday night, and got to like. An hour, hour fifteen into it, and then was just over. You it. only
1: need to see the first half of horror movies, right? I feel like you need to see the second half. Okay, yeah.
0: Well, uh, a movie known as The Conjuring Three Ooh. is uh, anticipated to be released September.
2: Oh, nice! 2020s. Right around right around my thirtieth birthday.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, you ready for the uh, title? Bring it to me because that just came out. The devil made me do it. Oh shit. You're darn right. Oh shit! The Conjuring Three. Yep.
2: The Devil Made Me Do It. Hmm.
0: And uh, here's a little fun fact: the little boy from uh, Haunting of Hill House. Okay. He's in it.
2: Nice. What uh? What about our? Uh, oh, it's got Patrick Wilson. I of was course. gonna say. And then what's and, the girl's uh, name? Vera. Yeah.
0: F- Farmiga.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. She's uh, cool.
0: So yeah, I, I would anticipate this to be pretty good. Um. These ones, I, I, the, the first one in particular, I really enjoyed. The second ones, that London house or something, right? England. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna that say. One so didn't is this me as much? Is this
2: well? It's, I mean, does it is it gonna connect still with
0: plot unknown?
2: All the other stuff. It just so
0: is the third installment of the Conjuring franchise.
2: Yeah, well, as long as it's got those, because I know they were they were real ghost hunters. Obviously, they're based off of a couple that was real ghost hunters. That
0: well, they use
1: the same names.
2: No, I know, but I'm saying like they were they were real people and they were. Uh, they did a my point is is they did a lot of homes and stuff, so it doesn't have to just be like this English house that they've done in the first couple episodes. Like it definitely can be like somewhere in like fucking Arizona or something. Well my
0: guess, so, and this could be completely wrong, but I love speculation. This little boy from Haunting of Hill House, my guess is he becomes like a Damien uh, style yeah. thing. And because uh, he's he's the, the first built on the on the cast up here. Now that could be complete nonsense. Yeah, it sounds like he's be like but, the, uh,
2: be like the main character then. Yeah, and
0: his name is David Glatzel. I'm sure he is because so, I'm sure
2: they liked him with Haunting a Hill House* and stuff, and was yeah. like, "Oh, this kid is a good scary movie kid."
0: Be interesting, and uh, we'll continue to follow that uh, as it goes through the the loops, uh, such as *Ghostbusters*, which released a new trailer. Did you guys watch it? I know you did, Andy.
2: I did not watch it. I only saw that preview thing that we saw years ago.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I watched it, uh, I don't know, a little bit ago today. I thought it was terrific. That's a wonderful trailer.
1: Yeah, that's really well done. They uh, aren't giving away what's going on. It's also very, like, self-serious in that they're they're taking the, the brand serious that it's like, well, it's also about the ghosts and that kind of the mystery behind it, not just a straight-up comedy where there's not, like, it's not very jokey, but we know it'll be a comedy because we still know. Oh yeah, we still know Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray are going to be in it, which we don't see. Um, that Stranger Things kid is weird, though. I'm yeah, out. I'm out on him. Finn <laughs> Wolfhard.
0: <laughs> I said that a while ago. Yeah, I,
1: I know you did, but I on it. He was it was okay still, but just come back to me in ten years. Like I'm. I don't. I don't need it.
0: He is a weird. Yeah he just needs to like grow into him himself. I don't I know. Think. He seems
2: like he's really artsy. He's going to sell out in a few years and just be like one of those guys. That's just like, yeah, I was in stranger things and he just either. And I don't think, but I don't think he'll be like a Macaulay Culkin that just gets, oh, he's going to have like, 11 bands. Or something. He's going to be an, 11 exactly. Band, like I think yeah. he's going to be like an artsy guy. Like he's going to be a fan of going to like museums and being like, yeah, you see what I'm seeing. And then you're going to look at him like, fuck no, I don't. But, you know, whatever, but he's going to definitely be one of those guys. Like, I don't think he's going to be like, like I just said, like Macaulay Culkin or any of those guys that just gets fucking addicted to drugs. I think that was more of like nineties kids, like kids that were superstars in the nineties that were like eight years old in the eighties and nineties. All of a sudden they're like, yeah, dude, it was just the times. Now I think kids nowadays, they're superstars this age. They just want to like run for president at the age of like 17 or something and just be Mm -hmm, like, what's up?
0: Well, I hope this kid doesn't do this. I also don't think this kid's American, so I don't think he could. Um, I have no idea how that... No, they don't even say. He is 5'10", is all they said. Um, but yeah, the trailer for Ghostbusters looks terrific. And uh, I'm excited. This will be coming out this summer. So we'll only see more and more trailers and uh, talk about this. As I don't
1: know if I need to see anything more. I want to be surprised when Dan Aykroyd pops in.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't want to you see know. him on the trailer either, actually.
1: I don't know. Or like, what was the, uh, there's Ernie Hudson. There's a video game that I've been playing and they put a bunch of commercials for it, which reveals a surprise that was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you do that? Yeah. Why do you put shit in commercials that are supposed to be surprises? Just
0: yeah, like, it is annoying. Yeah. And that will ruin a movie.
1: I mean, Star Wars did or the same thing. a video game. This new Star Wars where you hear the Emperor laughing at the end. It's like, what the fuck? Don't. I mean, it's probably a fake out, but still, don't do that to us.
0: Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that. I honestly don't remember a trailer for it. I'm sure I've seen it.
1: They're playing them a lot now. Because it's, it's out in like two weeks, yeah.
0: We don't get a lot of... Yeah, I guess. Commercials here.
1: Watch a lot of sports.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. We uh, Last trailer. And while we were watching this, this is uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Why are the 80s so in vogue right now? To use a word of their generation. I th-
1: yeah, I thought... It's funny that I said before that the first movie took place during World War One, which just doesn't, it's not a big thing. Mm-hmm. Although there is 1917, which is coming out either now or whatever. That's going to be a good movie. Yeah. want to see. But it's not an uh, off used time setting. But then the 80s is probably overused. But I'm fine with it as long as it's good. I mean, we just had the American Horror Story and that was well done. So as long as it's not just like stupid, I'm fine with it. I think we're using just using the '80s as a setting.
0: Well, it's going to be going away soon. It's because the people that are making these things have to be like that was their golden era. Yeah. Uh, soon enough, it's going to be the '90s, and it's like okay.
1: Yeah, I've already. Th- there's already some things like that where yeah. it's like late '90s. It's like oh, I guess it does. As you Remember get further everything away, sucks,
0: yeah, which got canceled. As you, you get further
1: away, talks. the those decades become more distinct. Where I'm thinking like, what is the like. The early 2000s, like the George Bush years. Like, what is distinct about them? But we'll figure it out. Terrorism. Yeah.
0: I don't know if there was anything else.
1: But like 10 years down the road, we'll be like, we can kind of define that better. And it'll seem like something. But the 80s is so obvious Yeah, that something's in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to call this
0: Wonder Woman 1984. No. Uh, hey, guess what? I'm talking to you on my phone Yeah. on a mountain. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I love that. Dude, that movie's great. Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, I bet that was 1984, too. It seems like 1984 yeah. is a specific year. I think they, like, George
1: Orwell did that. He did that to us all. Yeah. He was writing about the future when he wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's funny. What, uh, yeah. what are
2: you even talking about?
0: The book, 1984. What's that about? George Orwell.
2: Is he like the Jetsons or something? Is that what he predicted? That's
0: about oppressive government.
2: Yeah. Oh. Is he the one that did like the animal characters? Yeah. Like the pig and that's all I remember.
0: Isn't that called Animal Farm? Yeah. yeah.
2: He wrote that, though, too, right? Yeah. What a weirdo. Is he still alive?
0: I don't think so. I think those are from the
1: 50s.
2: Oh, then why'd you say... But he also wrote a 1984 book? Well, he didn't it's, write it, it con- in the 80s. I'm saying it's
1: called 1984, and when he wrote it, it was about the future. Uh, uh, and now when we call something 1984, it's about the past. No. So, uh,
0: yes, it is, Andy. He uh, died in 1950. Would have been 1984. Well, then he couldn't have written the book in the 50s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Must have been earlier. <laughs>
0: Yeah, George was, came back. He was born in 1903 in India.
1: <laughs> so he rode it between those.
2: Wait, he somewhere
0: like, in there, 47.
2: Wow, yeah. wow, he was young. Yeah. Well, probably like well. crampy hands. Although back then, when you're born in 1903, you don't expect it to live too long, right?
0: No, I don't think
2: so. Although Walt Disney was born, I think in like 1903-ish,
1: and he didn't live that long, actually.
2: Yeah, it's like 60. He still died early, something, early yeah. 60s. But he was a big smoker, they say.
1: Or they all? also, I
2: think he was a. Like it's a lot of stress too. I mean, I was stressed out watching them try to build a, an amusement park no in like kidding. a year. Right. I was like, it'll never be done. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well, Wonder did we woman. cover what we needed to on Wonder Woman?
2: I don't think so. Okay. I think uh, <laughs> she's a wonderful woman. She deserves more.
1: Yeah. No. I th- I'm excited. I know you'll watch it just because you uh, happen to love the uh, the actress. And she uh, she does a great job as Wonder Woman. It's it's kind of DC's premiere thing right now because their other Batman Superman stuff was stupid. Um, yeah. But I like this has it has a unique style and she's cool. And then I like that. So Chris Pine was in the first one and he's, you know, in 1910.
0: Uh-huh. Hammer this home, Andy.
1: And now he's back in this one. And it's clearly like he's a man at a time, which I always enjoy those things where someone's trying to adapt the future when they're from the past. It is um, funny but at the museum why point. how like i don't understand
0: maybe the lasso
1: yeah he with that. like i was saying like oh they can't freeze him in ice like captain america because that'll be and way too confusing no man yeah there's so i don't know time travel
0: maybe they'll, they'll explain it i'm sure Yeah, simply. he went to
1: space and time moves differently yeah i don't know it's a comic book movie yeah. but i did enjoy that it looks like probably a bad guy's uh Pedro Pascal in this uh, blonde wig, or maybe that's his real hair.
0: Nathan Fillion and it's Pedro a, Pascal. It's some great <laughs> '80s hair. Person, yeah. And he runs a mall. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. It th- <laughs> I I don't know. All of this stuff is blending together now. And Stranger Things Cass is probably going to be in it. And I don't know. Yeah, Kristen Wiig's also in it. Yeah, she,
2: she is. It's always interesting with Kristen Wiig because she does do a good job, like at those serious roles. I mean, I know she was she's been in a few of them, obviously, but it's like. Me being the big McGruber fan I am, and then just Saturday Night Live, it's like, those are, and I actually honestly will...
1: I assume she'll be silly in this.
2: I, I will also proudly admit, I do get good laughs from uh, Bridesmaids also, yeah. but I mean, I just like her in those little silly roles
0: more. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: We have any other well, good stories?
0: No, uh, we can uh, jump into box office. Well, because
2: uh, I was going to say something. Oh, let's hear it. So okay. I just had a little funny incident that happened today. Weird incident, so... I don't know if I've, I'm sure I have before on here, but I've, you know, I work in Santa Ana and, uh, I mean, I'm sure anybody that knows anything about anything these days, there's a lot of homeless people on the streets these days. I mean, LA is pretty bad, you know, San Francisco, stuff like that, but Santa Ana's, I mean, it's nothing even close to compared to LA, but it's not that amazing. I mean, it's definitely, uh, um, got its like fair share of homeless people. So. And most of these homeless people are definitely like all drug stuff. Like we get people come in that I feel like aren't even fully homeless, but definitely like drugs have been an influence over their life. Oh yeah. So we had this guy come in today, middle-aged guy and, uh, he cruises in and he was like saying something. My uncle came out there, I work with family and, uh, he's talking to him and he was like, Oh, you ordered this? And the guy's like, Oh no, no, I haven't ordered yet. I was, uh, I'm waiting for my brother. And then he's like kind of looking out the window, like kind of giving like motions, like looking at it, like he's looking at somebody like, Hey, what's going on? And so I decided to kind of creep over there and see who he was looking at. There was nobody outside. And then he's looking over my uncle and he's like, yeah, that's his truck over there. Yada, yada or something. And my uncle's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he looks at my uncle again. And then he's just like, am I lost? Or like, am I where I need to be? And my uncle's Easy like, time traveler. and my uncle was just, like trying not to laugh because he's got to be serious, especially since he owns the place. And he's just like, I don't know. Like, where do you need to be? And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think this is the right place. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's coming. And then he walked out the door and then continued to walk down the road. And it's just one of those things where it's like, clearly, obviously he wasn't all there, but it's kind of crazy in my mind because I feel like his brother was never coming. And it's just one of those things that he's so like mentally gone that, He's like, it's been one of those things that you're, it's like groundhog's day. Like it's almost like he's been in the same day mm. for a while. And it's like, he's expecting to meet somebody there, but he's not going to, like no one was ever coming to meet him and stuff like that. And it definitely wasn't his brother truck. Cause he ended up walking right past the truck and down the road. And it's just very interesting to come across a traveler like that or just somebody. But when you, uh, own a, especially a corner lot in Santa Ana, you definitely, uh, you see it all You come across some people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I've never worked at my place at night and, uh, I never either. will. Yeah, I bet and I can be. only imagine that we had a lady come in, I guess, last year on Valentine's day at night and had a full conversation with somebody across her booth that wasn't there. Hell and then yeah. when the waitress came by, I guess she said something like, can you see who I'm talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrifying. Cause you think about a little diner, like, let's say it's like eight o'clock at night on Valentine's day, it's dark out and you get like that kind of weird shit going. It's like, yeah, you're talking to George Harrison. Yeah. Like I remember I used to listen to this one podcast a while back. Like it was like a scary stories podcast and people telling real scary stories and two different people who worked at the same place both said that there was this guy that walked in and like a New York diner type thing. And there was something about him that gave both of them without even like telling each other like this really like weird feeling like he was, I don't know. They just got weird feeling that he was like. Someone else, if, hmm. if it makes sense, like he was almost like he was like part of the devil or something like that. I don't know. That's just what they said. Like some the devil made him do it. Weird thing that like when they they both just got the same weird feeling around them, which is interesting because I know some people can maybe bring some interesting energy. But yeah, that's just uh, I just thought that was an interesting story today because I was when I witnessed that I was just like, dude, what is happening? But yeah, it was weird. It's kind of creepy too because it's like you never know what those people are like capable of, like if they just snap or something and they're like, go nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thankfully yeah. we've never like that. I've seen, we've, you know, we've had people come in on drugs and be like, but it's never, no one's ever gone like absolute psycho and like started something with anybody or like started throwing things, which is good. But maybe one day
0: stay safe. Tony. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, honestly, dude, it's, it's a, <laughs> I'm just glad I worked during the day. I mean, I'm not going to act like it's this super scary city because it's not, but it definitely like is free entertainment.
0: Home Alone 2 when he gets into the cab. Oh, yeah. The whole scene, just what it sounds like. It really is kind of like that. Um. All right, well, we're going to get into uh, <clears throat> box office numbers. My voice is gone. Wow,
2: where did it go? All <laughs> wow. right, Frozen 2 in the lead
0: <laughs> with uh $34 million. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but before... We- <laughs> Before we do, Andy, that uh, portion was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works through the dog's current collar or harness for a limited time. Tony's Take listeners, that's you, can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code Tony. That is...
2: T-O-N-Y.
0: Head to SimpleDoggy.com, that's two G's, plug in promo code Tony for free shipping And 25% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. Well, shall we get into uh, some box office numbers? Andy, you already uh, informed everybody that Frozen 2 did $34.8 million. Pretty good. Knives Out did 14.3, number two, at 97% fresh. And you have Ford versus Ferrari did 6.6, so pretty good. Drop off. Uh, Queen and Slim actually tied for 6.6 as well. Mr. Rogers, 5.3. Dark Water did 4.2. And it goes down the list. And uh, Joker's still pulling another $1.1 million. Yeah, I think
1: these are all older movies too. I think there just wasn't anything last week. Yep. Brought people in, so.
0: Well, you might have a a movie or two coming out this week that could uh, bring in uh, some people. Most definitely. Yeah, you got Jumunji, the next level.
1: 78%. Yeah, I don't know what the, the last one got. Probably a little higher, but that probably. made a bunch of money, and this will probably make a bunch of money as well.
0: I don't want to see this one. Okay.
1: Well, you probably will at some point. like Maybe on an airplane or something.
0: Mm, we'll see. Next, you got Richard Jewell, 86%. What do you know yeah. about that, Andy? Uh,
1: it looks pretty good. There was some controversy with the, the newspaper... Trying to sue Warner Brothers because it makes the newspaper look bad. Yeah. But this happened like 25 years ago almost, so I don't even know Get over it. Yeah. Let it go. All right. No score yet for Black Christmas. Shall we play the game? That is, um, I just want to note, that's a movie where the trailer gave away the game and really pissed me off.
0: You know what's really weird and pissing me off? Every night when we're using this, Rotten Tomatoes crashes. Yeah.
2: Wait, we've the Black Christmas trailer said you gave some away?
0: It gives away the movie.
2: Should we uh, watch it after this and see for ourselves?
1: If you want. I've seen the trailer. <laughs> yeah, i I've sure. seen it a bunch of times.
2: Huh, a bunch of times, I see. In uh, front of
1: movies, you know. A bunch of times. I still am interested because it's...
2: We can play the game. at it something more. I than feel like word. we haven't played the game in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I don't think we've had anything to play it on. Yeah, but. yeah there's been scores on everything. So, uh, really quick. This is a, a group of female students are stalked by a stranger during their Christmas break. That is, until the young sorority pledges discover Ooh. that the killer is pardon of an underground college conspiracy. That's oh, the part so that, that a I fucking don't need.
2: Illuminati.
0: That's that's skull the, and bones.
2: It's the freedom. That's the part
1: I don't need
0: them to reveal. In yeah, a trailer.
1: they should have
2: So it lets you know that yeah, there's some sort of like
1: Because the original is is just a murderer killing sorority people. And she's like, that's fine. But if you're adding a twist to it, don't tell me the fucking twist.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That like, oh, he's under. Yeah, you're right, because now it becomes all that, like, skull and bones magic stuff. and Yeah.
1: Carry elves. So. People are going to
2: come wearing, like, a mask that's got horns and a nose the size of Pinocchio. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So should we play the game?
0: Yeah, I uh, I think we should. and uh, lot of
2: Christmas. So it's a horror.
0: Yes. Christmas horror. Slasher, probably. All of yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, this is
1: the third version of this already so
0: it sounds very similar I mean it's not uh, from what I'm thinking of but I mean obviously like Screams Urban Legends yeah um, the original Black Christmas the latest thing that just came out where they made a sequel Happy Death Day
1: the original Black Christmas I think predates Halloween and all those things wasn't there
2: so one of the Black Christmases that came out was that just a few years ago yeah it was only like 10 years ago I feel like there was a scene where like somebody gets like strangled like Christmas lights or something yeah Hmm. cool
0: sure Black Christmas is also a Tyler Perry movie, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Probably not.
2: Madea's Black Christmas. <laughs> boo, what was it, Andy? I always, Oh My Boo or whatever. What was it called?
1: Uh, there was Boo 2
0: of and Halloween. No, the Oh My Ghost. Yeah, oh My Ghost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right, well, do you guys have a score for uh, Black Christmas? I yes. do.
2: I'm going back and forth between two scores right now. I got to just pick one. Yeah, pick one. All right, I did.
0: All right, Andy. You always lead us off. So, uh, all right, sixty-six. Whoa, off-road. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, what? Tony Katz. What say you?
2: So I was. I'm going to be 100 percent honest here. Like this was a real thing. Well, if we could go into my head right now, you would it's have it's seen 66 it. Sixty-six. When I said I was going back and forth between two scores, my two scores were sixty-three and sixty-six. And I went with 66. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Synergy. I just Locked think that's, me. I mean, the fans need to know when so we actually do guess, because it, it freaks me out, too, because, I mean, I said, oh, my God, right away. So, you know, I'm not just bluffing here. I just think that's so funny, because I was literally like 63, 66, and then I was also like, maybe you just go like 64, 65, since it's in the middle. And I said, no, it has to be one of those two. And then Andy said my score.
0: Well, we'll see if uh, you guys <laughs> translate onto the screen. I gave it a 36. Oh, wow. I don't.
2: Which is interesting because that's sixty three backwards, which was my other guess. So it was almost like we were all in each other's minds here. Yeah. Or I was in your guys' mind. Yeah. I don't you, know. Uh,
0: you infiltrated my mind. Well, we'll see what uh, what the score comes up to be for that. Next, uh, get ready for this, guys. We have been talking about this. We actually talked about it last week. Uncut gems, due out. Also,
1: and- another best actor. That didn't that got left out of the Golden Globes.
0: Yeah, well, well he didn't threaten the Golden Globes. He threatened the Oscars. Yeah. But uh, that's Adam Sandler, of course. And Uncut Gems is ninety five percent fresh. Wow, yeah. I've only seen one trailer. I don't want to see more than one. I hate seeing like eight different types of trailers because it's just you see the whole movie half the time. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it could possibly wipe the slate. Of all the shit that he's created in the last five to ten years. I think we'll
1: look at his whole career. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think this, but yeah, I guess that's what I'm I'm more so saying is it's going to smooth out that huge pothole and make it a pothole where it was just a dip all the way down before it's going back up. All right. Hopefully uh, this trend can continue for Mr. Sandler. And uh, last but not least, Bombshell, 62%. A little lower than you'd like to see for uh, one of those movies, right, Andy?
1: Yeah, I didn't think this was going to be one of the top ones, but... Yeah. It
0: didn't have, you know, Birdman in it. Um...
1: Chris Anderson? No. But the Denver Nuggets?
0: Shut up, Andy. <laughs> What the hell is his name? He's also Batman. Why? I always blank on one. Oh, you're way. thinking Heaton. of uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Why would he be in it? Wasn't he in Spotlight? He was in Birdman. Oh, okay. You're thinking yeah. of Birdman. Yeah, because I said Birdman. Chris Anderson of the Denver
1: Nuggets? Shut up, man.
2: I like how we just did that whole thing again. and he comes in with Chris Anderson of the Denver... Chris Anderson ended up being a traveler. But man, the Brooklyn... Wow, the Brooklyn Nuggets. Denver yeah. Nuggets.
0: That's breaking news, Tony. You're not supposed to know that. Uh, yeah, a little lower, though, like I said. Um, maybe just wasn't the cast. Those are the movies coming out this week.
1: All right. I mean, you're probably not going to be able to see them because they're probably mostly limited release, too. So
0: yeah, check uh, your
1: listings. Don't,
0: it's not guaranteed. Don't just yeah, go to the theater. And, if you don't live near an arc light. Yeah. There's probably not a
1: lot of showings of Richard Jewell.
0: Uh, okay, should we uh, get into what we've been watching? All right. Should we all... Three get after the Irishman really quick. We should do
2: that. Do we want to do that at the start of the end? end?
0: At the end, but also, did you guys
1: watch Silicon Valley?
0: No. Uh, oh, so, okay. funny thing about that, we'll
1: talk about that later.
0: I thought the finale was last Sunday. I didn't know there was one more. You thought that was it? It seemed like it I was. I didn't the realize way end it was it, it. it until it said on HBO. I started, well, I didn't even look. Okay. Uh, I started thinking about it and I was like, wait, this isn't the end of the ser- season. This is the end of the series. They're not going to just leave it like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I still have to watch one more. Okay, well, watch that, and then we can talk about that later. Okay, uh, coming to you next week. Then, all right. Uh, I did watch instead last night, *Christmas Vacation*. Okay. Because Christmas is seems almost early, here, is... early, it's the tenth, Andy.
2: Honestly, I was just gonna say it seems like things are early, but honestly, like yeah, this year is cooking by. But I mean, it's not. I mean, we saw plenty of December left. But I mean, we got also the. I haven't had enough eggnog this year. The yet. big, uh, well, Andy, you know, it's, you know you know what's this Sunday? You're welcome over. I know Dobby's busy. Anybody, everyone's welcome over. That's the thing. <laughs> but we have the the boat parade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our little town here.
0: Yeah, I'll actually be at the Magic Castle on Sunday. Pretty excited, man. How
2: do you get invited to that?
0: Uh I guess it's pretty exclusive.
2: No I know it is. That's why I asked. Yeah. So you have you, to be like it's like a vampire yeah, yeah. thing. You have to be invited a member in.
0: Member or you have to be like a guest invited. Yeah. So somehow I there's still like 20 of us going. I still
2: remember when we uh, got that letter from Jack our magician who we did the podcast with and I, the way oh, he yeah. he did it so fancy. I was like, "Dobby, this I think this is it. I think this is <laughs> going to be like three tickets." <laughs> to the magic castle and we're finally going to get to go or something like finally like but whatever it'd still be pretty a neat experience but it was a nice thank you letter which was still oh, it was very, very cool. awesome but yeah it came maybe at an
0: unfortunate to... time because i would have liked to have kept that i'm sure it got lost it's on a desk oh, somewhere yeah. or it's thrown away it was during the remodel when we got it
2: yeah yeah it just shows you how long ago that was already because i remember it was just one of the last shows i think or maybe not last shows, but a little bit before we moved out, because I remember he was talking about his show in June. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we were in the old office. So yeah, I want to say we did that one in like March then, because I feel like then the remodel started in like April or May. Remember we came in
0: here during we
2: still recorded. I mean, No,
0: the remodel started in February. Yeah, but we were still in that. That's room.
2: true. I feel like that day we weren't though. I feel like everybody was here when like it was like a regular night when. Oh, it was. I think it was, was here. I think it was. So think it was, any, it was definitely before started. the remodel with him. Mm-hmm. I think it was in February with him.
0: I think it's episode 92. We were just looking at it for the best of. It was 99. 99. Wow. See, Andy had it.
2: Yeah. Alrighty. Uh,
0: Yeah, he actually will be featured on our best of for 2019. Um, Okay, but yeah, that's really all I had to mention that I can think of. Uh, When do you guys want to go?
1: So I watched Us. So this is Jordan Peele's Us. I saw that. On HBO as of like two weeks ago, um, so for some context, I want to give my thoughts on Get Out, his previous movie, which was nominated for an Oscar. I, what do you want to call it? It's a it was a a big deal in film that year. And while I enjoyed it, I thought it would got like too much praise. I think the I thought the premise was really good. I thought like it was like a Twilight Zone premise to me that was fleshed out into a whole movie, and there was more to it and It was really good, but I thought like too much got made of it. So I was really curious to see what he would do for his second one. And I think he had made some statements about, well, the second one's not going to have so much of a deeper meaning. It's going to be more straightforward horror movie. And I'd say that's true, but it still has that like, okay, what's the the deeper meaning here? And I think it kind of ruined the experience for me watching it because that's what – I wasn't in it for like – the moment to moment action, I was like, oh what does this really mean? I was like watching it like a you say a pretentious critic Mm -hmm. instead of someone who just wants to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept like trying to analyze the movie. Oh, what's the metaphor here? It's like, I should have just watched it. You know
0: come out of it humming, I got five on it.
1: And and there was deeper meaning to it and what what do the I mean the premise is there's basically other versions of themselves that come up and attack them. And it's like, well what does that mean? And what is all that kind of stuff. Um, But what was hard about it is that they try to explain it like rational instead of just being like, well, who cares? This is what happens. It's a horror thing. We don't need to explain how it happens. They try to explain it, but then that falls apart because there's like a million plot holes from that.
0: Yeah, I remember more on this. I saw it in theaters. I haven't seen it since. Um, I'm trying to remember anything, but I'm sure I had something to add to it.
1: Well, I mean, they, they give you an explanation as to why these alternate people exist but then it's like that just makes you ask more questions that they can't answer Mm -hmm. and it's like just don't even tell us just don't even tell us what i wonder if that was a studio said oh but can you explain why these whatever you want to call them i mean they called them tethered in the movie that's right tethered versions of themselves and um, but why they even exist and it's like i didn't need that because in the end it's not what the movie was about so
0: yeah, but yeah. It, it's
1: an interesting movie to watch, regardless, and it's got some cool moments. I love uh, Tim Heidecker, was uh, playing the the friend, like the douchey, rich guy friend. Of he's always
0: Eastbound and Down season three. Yeah, he's great. So, okay, is that it? Yeah, I mean, other than The Irishman, Tony Katz?
2: Yeah, so a lot of the few things I watched this week were all. I think most of them were stuff that I've seen before. I'm trying to even think about my. Week. So I know I watched uh on uh what night was it? Sunday night, maybe? Watched uh Bad Santa, which I've seen before. No, it was Saturday night. Watched Bad Santa, which I've seen before, but it's just one of those ones where when you haven't seen it for a while, you just there's so many there's a few scenes that you just forget how funny it is. Like when he's at the checkers playing checkers with the kid and the kid just Keeps pretending to make like make like acting oh, like yeah. he's gonna make a move, but keeps his finger on it and then just goes back and then finally jumps like three things and he just loses his mind. Like, are you fucking with me? And um obviously, yeah, we'll get into the Irishman here in a second with what I also watched. Felt like there was something else, but Krampus. You can't Yeah, that's right. So we did watch Krampus, which I've also seen before, and that's you know the little horror movie classic yeah it is i love the little horror of it it uh it's more it's like it's not really my opinion it's not scary really at all but it's it's just the fun that it's a i mean i imagine it's like a horror comedy anyway with like that cast kind of i don't think it's like it's gotta have some comedy in it but i uh it was just fun uh it's just a fun movie because it's a combination of christmas and horror which you know who doesn't love that
1: black christmas in theaters now yeah so,
2: yeah, I, I think, yeah, all this stuff I was watching over the last week was all stuff that I've uh, seen before except for Irishman, which I believed I watched last Wednesday. And, yeah. You were on we one sitting. Yeah, actually, I did. Ooh. Actually, that's really funny. I'm Tense. glad you brought that up. So, I did watch it with our producer, Luke. And uh, what happened was, we were watching it, we turned it on. Uh, his... Uh, girlfriend wasn't home yet or she was in the back or something. I know, uh, Sean wasn't here and we were probably about hour, 45 hour, two hours into it. And it was at that point, it was like nine o'clock at night, nine. Yeah. About nine o'clock. And you know, she had said like, Oh, she was tired. And then she's like, is this movie almost over? And I was like, Oh no, this movie's got another hour. It's a, it's a three and a half hour movie. And she was like, Oh my God, well, I'm probably going to bed. So I had to use the restroom so I just got up, went to go use the restroom thinking like, okay, you know, whatever. They're not going to think I'm done watching. As I'm in the middle of going to the restroom, I hear the TV get turned off and everything. And I go back out there and it's dark. And I'm like thinking to myself, dark like night. I was definitely still watching that. So I turned it back on and watched the last, I think at that point I had like, like either, like either I don't know, like 50 minutes left or so. And so I did, uh, I did finish it. But uh, I, and I still don't even think he's finished it because I, when I mentioned it to him, he uh was like, no, nah, no, nah, it was boring. And that was the thing is it just shows you nowadays some people they just can't sit and watch a long movie. It's like I I've had multiple friends say that they thought it was boring, and it's like yeah, because you had to sit down for three and a half hours yeah. is why you thought it was boring. It was a great movie. I mean, did you expect it was gonna be like it wasn't like it was gonna be fucking three hundred and there was gonna be someone getting their like face cut yeah, off every. And there was
1: an action in it thank god because i don't want to see robert de niro yeah <laughs> the, the couple old things A couple things he did that were like physical acts were kind of awkward
2: yeah so <laughs> yeah i know he's an older man now i know it is funny to think that they do have an 80 year old guy playing like a i imagine like a 30 something year old guy 40 year old guy it is it also wild to think those guys lived for so long like joe pesh's character was like 90 when he died
1: yeah, that's yeah, crazy. And it's just eating.
2: like that these guys go their whole lives. They're these mob leaders. They kill these people, and it's like they end up getting – yeah, they end up in prison, but it's like they ended up getting out. They ended up – you know, they lived a long life. I mean, it comes at a cost, obviously, but – Yeah, I mean, that's it. kind of one of the I mean, central Niro, themes
1: yeah. of the movie there is.
2: Which is interesting. I mean, you liked – I guess we can just get into it here soon, Yeah, Irishman. I enjoyed it. I did too. Um, I've always been a fan of like the Pesci, De Niro, Pacino stuff.
0: I realized pretty quick that I didn't know jack shit about Jimmy Hoffman. I didn't, yeah. and
2: I, I hundred percent didn't either. I had actually had to Google him. I was like, "What did he do?" And it was like he's a labor guy. I don't know why. At times, I thought he was actually a mobster, and then I was I like, thought "He was a, a
1: mobster, that just disappear." Because oh, he's
2: so he's so connected to the mob. That was the thing is he, he was connected knew. to the mob, but he also what I liked in this movie, and it really showed his personality is he had a I don't give a fuck who you are attitude. Like he would tell those mob people like you know like you don't fuck with Hoffa type thing is what he said. Like he had so much pride in himself. And there was also a couple scenes that, I mean, I liked with that too is how, you know, he, when he was asking the one guy to endorse him and he said, all right, I will after you apologize to me. And he said, I'm not apologizing to you. And it was like this, he was literally asking this guy for a favor. The guy asked for a small favor in return just to uh, apologize for what he felt was a racial comment towards him. And he refused because he felt like he would wasn't wrong in that situation prior, and so he was just one of those guys that if he felt like he wasn't wrong or anything like that, he wasn't gonna apologize for it.
0: I liked that scene a lot, and uh, further from that, even um, they were the whole, any scene he had where that guy was involved. Uh, I think he was he called him the little guy or whatever. Yeah, it was like Toby and Michael Scott. <laughs> like he hated him. Yeah, simply because he was ten minutes late to a meeting and wore shorts. <laughs> It was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. But he hated him. And it was hilarious. I I I enjoyed all of it.
1: Yeah, I mean I could I could see why certain people can I mean not get bored, but you gotta actually focus on it because it's all about conversations and
0: watch it in two parts. That's what yeah. I did. Watch it in I mean, that's three what I did parts then, if you need
1: to. I probably could have gone it all the way through, but I'm saying that the moment to moment is it's just all meetings and yeah. Uh, that's pretty much in the whole movie. It's just people meeting and talking about stuff. It's not the actions aren't even really what's going on. Um, but yeah, I thought that was I thought it was interesting. It's like at the end, you know, everyone gets to the same spot. Whether you are disappeared, you die in old age, you get shot in the back of the head. It's like everyone's everyone ends up the same. You're well, all guess going it to the same. Depends
2: spot, what you, you know. believe in. Yeah, but uh. The other thing, too, is I like with, like, Scorsese is how just, like, there's those scenes, like, there's that whole scene in the car where the guy in the front seat and he's just arguing with him about the Uh, fish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's classic. I
2: know. And I love it, too, because it's just like, you know, here's a scene that's probably, you know, it seems like maybe it's a little little boring scene. Like, you know, they're driving to go pick up Hoffa or they're coming back. And, like, the whole time he's just talking about, like, what kind of fish was it? And he's like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? And I feel like that is such, like, a New York conversation type thing, too, or Philly. yeah. Like what kind of fish? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean I don't know. Like oh you just it was waiting for me. Oh you just went in there and said I need a fish and they you just took whatever fish they gave you and it's like it's so funny because obviously it's like those are the questions like it's just all those nagging questions but it's like when you really think about it it's like it ends up going to the point where it's like it kind of it does make a point though it's like well you just walked in there and like just give me a fish you don't care what you're having
1: I like because it was funny but also it's building tension because I mean I guess if you knew the story and they do change some of the stuff like. I didn't know. I like, did they kill his son after this? Because it seemed like so. Well, why would they leave any witnesses? Here's the thing but, that's
2: crazy too. Is it's like that's just obviously what they. I mean, from a book and stuff, assume happened. I mean, mm-hmm. they're still to this day and never will be. Obviously, is like uh, for sure, hundred percent. Like this is how it went down. Because multiple people have actually admitted to it. So yeah, like, they, they said. I think I've heard like fourteen people have admitted yeah. to it, but
1: also that character is not actually a son, but it was like a guy who. He thought of it as his son, but it yeah. wasn't actually his son. And yeah, then he, it was confirmed he was the guy who did pick him up from one that of the restaurant. last days
2: he was around.
1: He pick, that that's confirmed he picked him up from that restaurant and drove him there. And that guy actually did go to jail for that.
2: So they think like so, however he died it was just it was definitely at that house or whatever at that moment.
1: Well something I read that said they did find blood on the walls and then they couldn't they couldn't match it to Jimmy Hoffman. No, of course them. they couldn't. So like this is like years later they went to that house and they found that. So.
2: Oh, yeah, so
1: it's still I know it's still up in the air whether you know De Niro's character was t- I mean that's the the structure of this movie he's telling his story at the end to the yeah the priest there and it's like you don't know if any of this is real like
2: yeah well what I also liked at the end there too was how you have which I'm all sure is all real stuff is how you have the two detectives come and at this point he's an eighty plus year old man and I just like how the detectives were basically told him like hey everyone's dead now yeah. like you don't have to worry about anybody nobody's gonna come and say anything to you. Everybody's dead. Just tell us, did you do it or how'd you do it or whatever? And he just still at eighty-something years old, that's how prideful some of these mobster guys were still at that age. He looked at him and was just like, thanks for your time, but I don't know what you're, it's just so kind of, it's just so crazy to me that it's like, you can, you just go with that to your death It's like, you know, it's not that satisfaction at the end of just being like right before you die. Like I did it. Mm -hmm. But I've also heard that rumor before too, that someone said on his deathbed, he did admit to it or something, but I don't know. I'm sure there's...
1: I mean, the thing I had always heard was that he's buried under the giant stadium. Yeah, I know. That's, that's like, the urban legend I've always heard. And it's like, but he was killed in Michigan. Yeah, I so. know. That's...
2: Well, exactly. Like, that's obviously not where he is, but... And then there's something about... Did you ever
1: watch The Iceman?
2: Oh, yeah. I've heard about Where him. he's like, oh,
1: I know what happened to him. And like, okay. He so was like... All these the Iceman guys. guy was
2: like one of the best mob yeah, killers. Yeah, so he was
1: in the same era operating, so... He- yeah, he he. I think he said he didn't kill him but he knows what happened to him or something so. I mean
2: you never know I believe that is yeah. that guy. that guy's gotta be dead now right or is he
1: I don't know I think so that was a while ago that
2: was that old yeah that would have been like the 70s also or 60s yeah man.
1: but yeah it was just I mean it's a good story I've said over what 60 years or something and I just I thought that end it was kind of devastating that part where was it the priest or whatever just says like oh it's Christmas and he's like oh Oh, that's nice I mean, okay so like i was mm-hmm. so sad like it was, at, it's christmas he at it doesn't the, mean anything to him so at yeah. the end
2: there when he asks him to keep the door open i was i forget who i was talking to but they were saying they thought that meant because he was like af- uh, afraid or whatever that like he didn't want to like anybody to come in on him, but I thought it was more of him being like hopeful that somebody would come visit him like that's, a daughter yeah, or something. I think, yeah, I just
1: want to leave a connection open. And
2: somewhere. also that is so crazy about like with that daughter, how it's just like, I mean, I'm wondering how, I mean, I assume that is true. Like some of that stuff that she did always kind of watch him and just like almost that she knew. Cause that was, that was the thing too is like, that's what, if that story is true, it really does like with her and like the relationship, it does make you wonder because she definitely knew when he would go kill people and she liked, she was close with Jimmy Hoffa. She actually enjoyed him. She was a shy kid, but she enjoyed being around him. And she said that day when it was like on the news that he had died and stuff, that was the last day she talked to him. So it's almost like that little instinct that she knew her dad did it type thing. So yeah, it is interesting to think of like his fun to think about if that character that De Niro played really is the guy that did it. And I feel like in situations like that, some of those guys, it's like if they know they have to whack the guy, as they say that a lot of those guys, I feel like, if they're the ones that are the closest with them, I feel like they get a satisfaction. Like they're the ones that want to do it. You know what I mean? Like they don't want anybody else to It'll be tasty. kill them.
1: Yeah. It's more like they feel like, well, that was, that was interesting to me as well. Where it was like Joe Pesci basically said like, you have to kill him or they're going to kill you too because you're connected to him. And yeah. the only way you can disconnect yourself from him is if you're the one who pulls the trigger. Cause then you're part of it. And it was just like, I also just like just some, some of those but,
2: scenes because the way he said it to him is like the way Pesci would just communicated with him in that, like kind of all that scene stuff. Yeah, he didn't he was, say anything of what like, I just said. He's exactly. how he said was ju- In his own way. He was just like, what are we doing? we're going for a ride. We'll be gone three hours. And he's like, we're going to Detroit. And he's like, we're going to fly. And he's like, well, you're going to like fly. You're going. Yeah. And then when he, they drive to the little airport and then I just like how before he gets out, he's like, let me have your glasses because he doesn't want them to get like ruined or something. So he just takes his sunglasses and then. Goes off, and then, yeah, he comes, and Pesci just, just, imagine, stayed in the car the whole time, and then, yeah, pretty also, wild. Also,
0: uh, loved Ray Romano in this.
2: Yeah. He yeah, wasn't in
0: a whole lot, but.
2: He was actually in it more than I thought. Also, another thing, too, is that comedian that was in it that played the crazy Joe, the Sebastian whatever. Was it
1: a, Well, Jim Norton was Don Rickles.
2: Yeah, no, he's the one that played the guy that got shot at the diner. The one that disrespected Joe Pesci oh, yeah. when he said, oh, you believe in this stuff? The Italian-American? A comedian.
1: He was an actual mobster guy.
2: No, in real life. The guy that played him was a comedian. I'm blanking on who you're talking know. about. Uh, the guy that got shot in the diner.
1: The guy was a very flashy mobster guy who's a real-life guy and who really died.
2: Um, yeah, but the guy... I'm talking about the actor the that actor. played him. The actor that played him is Sebastian Maniscalco, Mount Amanis Calco. He's a uh, I mean he does he's a stand-up comedian and he's the one that did the little the skit that I really liked about like your doorbell ringing like if you're when you're comparing when your doorbell rang 20 years ago compared to oh. today and it's honestly one of the funnier skits. It's pretty good.
0: I don't even know that guy.
2: Yeah, exactly. The only reason I know him is because of that literally the only stand-up of his I've heard is that one doorbell one and it's seriously like it's really funny. So that's why, like, that's why I knew who that was. But yeah, I know he's based off a real mobster guy. That was like a flashy, I think, like asshole type guy. And uh, that's also
1: a question on who actually killed him. Like, yeah, if it really was within the mob or if it was someone else.
2: Because he was a mobster too. He was like a leader kind of too, right?
1: That's the whole that i don't know if anyone really knows is how they're from different cities but they're all part of one group and, see, and if you not, notice too in that
2: scene that's what he says to him when he's like yo like he's a boss i'm a boss we're all family like yada yeah. yada but it's like hey they still don't want to get disrespected and then it's it's just such a so crazy that in that culture especially back then like just how big of a thing it is like if you do get disrespected but i mean anybody that's watched any mobster movie ever should know that if you disrespect joe pesci it's gonna it's not gonna turn out well i mean even like the kids good <laughs> yeah. goodfellas
1: well that's actually something I I enjoyed about this movie was just kind of showing how that that was so, it was old it's so in the past now where I mean making good fellas and that's something that like was 30 years to 10 years old this is so far like that style of the mob being as powerful as it is it's just so uh, far in I the know. past now
2: And it is so crazy cuz someone the other day was still like oh you know Vegas Still owns, I mean the Vegas, the mob still owns Vegas, something like that. and I'm like, no. do they though? No. I was, like I, I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't think the mob is nearly as like a th- thing as it used to be. But it also also is crazy, like in those scenes, a thing like when it was like in the '60s that you could just walk a corner and be like, hey man, I thought I was meeting you, and then just bam, bam, and then you're you're gone. You not even running. They just walk off into the night, and it's like nobody's around. There's no cameras. Yeah, no one's around. It's like
1: well, if you watch The Wire, I mean, it still exists. Just not. It's a different type of. <laughs> maybe even the wire is 20 something years old now so
0: still a great show yeah, yeah
1: just saying that's that that like the mob that we all know from movies and stuff is but is so far now in the past yeah it's crazy
2: righty. well it was a good movie nonetheless I think all of us yeah, liked it absolutely you know if you if you do watch it just be ready to have it's three and a half hours because a lot of people can't handle it so yeah know you find it find a night where you can't handle it and you just go all in with it Whether it's a weekend, a weeknight, um, you know, whenever.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, that'll uh, wrap us up here on episode 147 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Offroad Carloni Andy. Goodbye. Tony Katz. Yes, goodbye. See you later.